0: You don't have to be positive all the time. It's perfectly okay to feel sad, angry, annoyed, frustrated, scared, and anxious. Having feelings doesn't make you a negative person. It doesn't even make you weak. It makes you human. And we are here to talk through it all. We welcome you to These Fucking Feelings Podcast. A safe space for all who needs it. Grab a drink and take a seat. The session begins now. Now.
1: What is up, guys? Welcome to these fucking feelings podcast. I am Micah. Got Rebecca in California co-hosting, it seems, now that that's going to be her new permanent spot. Not in California, but co-hosting virtually. So we'll talk about that at another time. And then we got Crystal over here in the studio working out with me. And we are on with our special guest, Betsy Ross.
2: Yes. Now is an
1: applause and... um, (laughs) So I guess it's your name. Rebecca wants to ask you questions yes. about your name. Before, Let's get that out the way,
3: yeah. Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, I love that you have the American flag behind you because obviously anybody who knows Betsy Ross knows the history of Betsy Ross and the American flag. <laughs> but yes. so obviously we have to get this all cleared up before we move any further. I want to know if your name has anything to do with the reason you joined up? Because you're a veteran yourself. Okay. Do yes, you have a military background? <laughs> family? <laughs> Sorry.
4: Family yeah. in the background? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I've had both my parents... mom and dad, uncles, uh-huh.
1: bunch of family.
3: Okay. Gotcha.
1: So did you even so, know who Betsy Ross was?
3: Of course. When... When, oh, I then. didn't,
1: so yeah. shame on me. Yeah,
3: totally. Rebecca
1: was I the only know. one.
3: I know. I got so Rebecca excited <laughs> when I saw your name because I think I... Re- I she re- did. She her. got so excited about <laughs> okay. your name.
1: And well, I'm trying to think which actress is Betsy Ross and what was her best role? Because...
3: <laughs> he should be ashamed of herself, right, it out. Betsy? He
2: should be
1: ashamed. Uh, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> she's like, I don't know. What kind of people is Jason introducing me to?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because you guys, so well, she was introduced to us by Jason Steiner National. Sure remember him, Hero Stock. Um, so we're always gonna promote him and everything that he does. Hero Stock 24. We're gonna keep keep track of it. Yeah, definitely.
3: Yeah.
1: Um now, Betsy. I guess before we go any further, Rebecca was just so she was really excited about your name. So I wanted her to be able to get that off, you know.
0: Yeah. But now
1: mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to I'm introduce sure yourself to us. And
3: you get that reference all the time. Yeah.
1: Okay. There. No, no, it's just you, Rebecca. You're the only person. <laughs>
3: If I'm sure of it No Nobody judgment Put it
1: together no, okay. no. All right, I'm, I'm Back open. to the show yeah, here we go. <laughs> Now that we're done Having our Sesame Street moment Let's get <laughs> Back oh on God. these fucking humans. Okay <laughs> But Betsy, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself To our audience But I'll do a little twist with it now Right? You have to tell us Something in there that only people Close to you would know Oh, like a secret obsession for fruit roll ups. (laughs) Uh,
4: Unfortunately, no on that. But uh, let's see, I am an army veteran. I'm the author of the fight series, which is a fictional series regarding um, veterans transitioning out of the military. It shows more of a mental health and internal side of uh, some of the struggles that a lot of veterans do face when they're returning homes and and, uh, to their friends and such. But as far as a secret that only someone close to me would know, I don't, I'm so open on social media. I don't even know what no one else <laughs> knows. <laughs> I'm open on okay. all my interviews.
1: Yeah, I think we all, I think we all are too. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe Just Rebecca, us- not as much. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, I keep everything <laughs> until I'm ready to give it. But, um, well, tell us more about you as a person. Um, like what made you, I mean, obviously you said that your family, your dad, your uncles and so forth were in the military. Is that the main reason why you also joined or was there already an internal desire to do so?
4: Honestly, I didn't think I'd ever join the military. I didn't think it was for me. I always want to be a geologist. So my first degree is geology. But in the process of me going to college the first time, uh, I somehow developed some sort of confidence that maybe I could join the military. I realized that I had this, I don't know if it's a connection or just like a, I can't think of a word for it right now, but it's it, like, a, just a desire to actually wear the uniform, know what it's all about, actually serve my country. I mean, patriotism was very much in our family growing up, but I didn't think I'd ever join. I didn't think it was for me. But of course, my entire family, mom my uncles, my parents were all Air Force. I was the black sheep. So I went army. I'm the only army in my family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My son's uh, army.
4: Yes. So I don't know what really caused it. I think what I can only think back now, maybe it was the confidence, like the physical PT test that probably made me think I'd never get to do that. And then I became more in shape when I got into college. And then I was like, Yes, I can. And then I just started building up on my challenges against myself. And I realized I was out doing push-ups with the guys. So I was ready.
3: <laughs> For sure. That's
4: great.
1: I thought about joining the military one time, too.
4: I've heard that before. I was
1: sitting in this jail cell after <laughs> drunk driving. And I was like, you know what? I think I need a little bit of Air Force in my life. <laughs> oh, okay. I need to get my life to go is
3: such a joker. I'm sure you've watched other episodes or whatnot, but Micah handles everything with a joke and, and, yeah.
1: and the truth. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: of course he's funny. <laughs> we'll talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs> so, what inspired you to start writing these books?
4: I fell on. A- A very dark place after I got out of the military. And I started realizing that people I had served with, people I considered friends, were still committing suicide and I was nowhere near them. I was struggling myself and I realized that I couldn't connect with fellow veterans. I couldn't connect with my family. The VA denied me to speak with them. Uh, The VA denied my injury. I didn't think I had anything to connect with at all. So I realized that. I needed a voice. I needed a purpose. And then I realized that a lot of veterans do struggle um, finding themselves, finding that purpose again. And that state of mind that I was just in, I realized that I had a lot to overcome. So I kind of used the series as my own outlet as well. But of course, all the characters are doing different things. So it's it's different perspectives, male, female, different uh, ranks, and just different MOSs and such. But Still, I used it as my own personal journey, but I also needed a voice out there to speak up for veterans who didn't feel like they had a voice, didn't want to talk about mental health of any kind, how they felt or anything like that. Because even veterans who did want to talk to me, they didn't want to talk to me at that way. They had to make the jokes. They didn't want to talk about the bad leadership. They didn't want to talk about their actual experience as far as how it affected them. So. I figured that was a big issue as to why so many veterans commit suicide. So I really wanted to make that a mission.
1: Right. And what is the number per day that they say?
4: No, oh, yeah. per day that they
1: see a veteran commit suicide.
4: It's a big, Sorry. What's, no? Uh, it was at 22, but I've seen some that it was a lot higher than that.
1: Right. See, I, I thought it was yeah. 122. Yeah, I thought I, it was 122, oh. but I was like, it just sounds like a lot, so I didn't want to misquote it. But we'll look that up and let you know.
2: 22 was
1: inside the caption.
2: Even.
1: I mean, 22 is a lot, but for some reason, I'm like you. I thought it was a higher number, um. But it's crazy to like sit here and fight for your country and then come back and be like, eh, you didn't get hurt, eh, you don't need our help. Yeah. So
2: that's awesome. the scariest thing. Though. My son, he's in the army and. Um, in May he's actually going overseas and to think about him coming back and having struggles like yourself is kind of scary
1: yeah, yeah.
4: unfortunately yes we, and it doesn't matter learned. if you deploy or
2: not
1: yeah right right definitely
2: that too I mean just he has a <clears throat> daughter and he leaves once in a while and that's even tough just leaving your family yeah. definitely
1: Crystal is very bitter That her son moved away <laughs> He
2: did He moved to Tennessee I don't you blame her I don't blame her
1: sorry, Is she Rebecca? so mad About it Well it was Crystal that time
4: I know But I keep Cutting Rebecca off
3: uh, no, Oh
4: my
1: it's, bad It's
3: hard We
2: all talk yeah, She's all so each- used to it <laughs> I know.
3: We all talk All over each other But I was determined To like Talk on this episode So I keep Like Cutting in So um, It's okay But yeah, no, I forgot what I was going to say now, but um, yeah, it's okay. Oh, no. So you had gone overseas. I mean, what part of the Army have you been actively involved in? Have you gone over Afghanistan? I
4: I actually did not deploy at all. I was injured before I even got to deploy. I ended up chaptered out because I was injured and they needed able bodies to deploy to Afghanistan. So I try to force myself to take that as a sign that I wasn't meant to go over there because right. I was chaptered out. And that's usually a negative thing. But um, even the code they gave me was medical related. I have nerve damage in my arm. Of course, they can't find evidence for that. So I was denied that. But they needed able bodies right away. Right away. So they chaptered me out so they can get able bodies
3: in. Gotcha.
4: So I kind of got mm. screwed on that end.
3: Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So what do you... My, do- my
1: dad was a Vietnam, a Vietnam vet, and we kind of seen, like, his struggle with mental health just in that. And, like, until now, and he died a few years ago, but until now, it's like we're starting to see that all that was, like, from his experience in Vietnam. You know, like, he really had issues. Mm. You know, but he also he was one of the people... I think that's where I get my humor from. He was very funny about life you know but he also had like really dark parts of him that all happened because of the military and then him not having support afterwards and they're like i don't get that concept (laughs) yeah Yeah. sorry rebecca
3: that's okay that's okay yeah um
1: Rebecca's like the yeah, I ain't gonna keep throwing attention to me when I ain't ready.
3: <laughs> I, know, Mama, I, keep forgetting my question. I was on a good question and I forgot it again. See, I didn't write all my questions down. See, I like to prepare before everything. These guys make fun of me all the time because I do that. Um, mm-hmm. but then I gro- I ha- have all my questions answered that I wrote down, but now I forgot the No we
1: we don't make fun of her not being of, of her being prepared. Is that she never uses what she prepared? No,
3: it's because I try to regurgitate what's written down and I mess it up. So now I've vowed to read verbatim what I have written, so I don't mess it up, and I'm doing pretty well with that this time around.
2: However, and now you messing it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Bessie's like me and Jason really need to have a conversation. (laughs) This
3: isn't going. This is not going so well.
1: Um, <laughs> and, and just to imagine we're a top 10 podcast right so <laughs> <laughs> we do have a reason for
3: this interview okay um yeah we're
2: good
1: we're gonna get to we're gonna yeah. get to a point but how many books do you have so it's a fight series is series always three is that a dumb question no
2: it's not That's
3: series, like idea, series
1: are four. always okay. three four okay i don't and i don't even know where i got that from so maybe i'm thinking of another word but i was like so it's four books and four books. did you, pull, did you pull inspiration from real life experiences that, that you experienced or was it like your old, it, yes. or just how you saw it? Most of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Most of it. I put my own personal experience through any of the characters. I may not be infantry, but I do have characters that were infantry. My husband was infantry right. and I also had some other um, veterans that could give me some input. And did was it more realistic enough mm-hmm to put in the story as it was. And so but a lot of it was my own personal struggles that I had faced. And so that's why it was so personal for me and why the series itself means so much to me. So I may not have deployed, but fighting for your country, fighting for your family, having that camaraderie, being in that family, same uniform, all of that was meant more to me than anything. I was too gung-ho. I was the one that, when they say, don't go gung-ho, I was (laughs) gung-ho and I got screwed for it, but I cared and I still care. So I try to still be a voice for veterans. I may have felt like I failed the army then, but I'm still continuing the fight mission now.
3: That's great. That's right, right. great. Are there other ways you volunteer or help the veterans? I'm sure your series helps them immensely. Just wondered if there was anything else that you did.
4: Unfortunately, no, not at this time. It's really been through the fight series. I have met other veterans' organizations, and I've been helping them trying to get the word out for them. And then I've only recently gotcha. been, uh, been in contact with Jason, so I'm hoping I can actually be at Hero Stock next year. But
1: mm. um, okay, us too, and we're going to try to meet you there. We didn't get to make it either. We we had plans to make it, yeah, right? We did. And Rebecca ended up having to go all the way on a business trip. Mm-hmm. So we were like, ah, but next year we're gonna definitely try to be there. So yes. yeah, we'll we'll find you.
3: Yes. Deal. Uh,
1: Deal. Uh, look, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> I mean, if you want to. I mean if you want <laughs> to
1: well,
3: Yeah, exactly. It'll so be okay him. if you're right.
1: Him. Look, I'm about to get no more emails from Jason. Like, Jason ain't gonna email me no more no, ever. No. He's like, I'm not introducing oh. you to nobody else.
3: You scared her. Nah. No. Wow. <laughs> wow.
1: But, um, so, well, veterans, I guess it's go ahead, Rebecca. Like you said, said
3: your was, husband oh. was also in the services. Is he in the Army also, or in the Air Force, or he's in the same branch? He was Army. Army army mm-hmm.
1: did you guys army. meet like did you work together
4: no we didn't we actually met through a friend a mutual friend oh okay. it's kind of a crazy story
1: she's like I, I didn't i didn't come up here to talk about my love story i came to talk <laughs> about my books
3: well, okay. I <laughs> got deployed himself so i'm just wondering if his experiences are incorporated in your book
4: oh yes He'd been in eight years. He'd been to Afghanistan a couple of times, Iraq a couple of times, Djibouti, Africa. Oh, he's he
3: wow. was infantry,
4: so he actually had to go places more. So,
3: wow. So he's definitely probably his stories are probably very well heard in the in the series. Then
4: he definitely gave a lot of insight on a lot of things. Not to say like his personal story as a whole but i took i definitely took bits and pieces of his and some of the other people that he uh, served with i took from their perspective as well and i kind of just incorporated little bits and pieces to create
2: the characters and their backstories gotcha how sense. do you handle um him going away with you knowing what could happen uh it was as rough. like you know you're in there
4: it- yeah, the, his last deployment was to Afghanistan, and he had just um, got there in time to see our daughter born. So that part was rough. He missed our first daughter. Wow. Um, whole first year of life.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: That's always hard, I'm sure. So that was hard. And then when
1: you come back, the vet they, they don't want to do nothing for you. You know what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Look, we gonna hold, we're, gonna like hold,
1: <laughs> we're gonna hold America accountable. Okay. We're not gonna do nothing else. We we'll probably get canceled tomorrow. But <laughs> <laughs> while we're airing today, we're gonna hold America responsible. Start taking care of these vets, okay? No,
2: serious. Yes.
1: No, I am serious. You know I'm serious. It wasn't until meeting Jason. Jason actually kind of like was our first interview yeah. about veterans and and I want to say 122. I don't know why, but, you know, but how many veterans, like, die per day? And to me, it was like, wow. And it was like, it was crazy to learn about, like, my father through Jason, you know, because my father never talked about it. So, and then it made sense on how, like, you know, veterans or people who are actively in the military right now have mental health issues, you know, because all the things you aren't sharing. You know, I know if I get mad a little bit, you took my ink pen, like, I'm mad, (laughs) over you know what i'm saying then <laughs> imagine what you I went through over there you right you, you fighting for your country so you know and i never told you i'm mad and i've been holding this grudge for 10 years because you took my favorite pen
3: a job, Rebecca.
1: <laughs> which which we could have just handled if we took care of it. I guess that's all I'm trying to say, right?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. Not okay. that he's trying to equate fighting for your country and <laughs> a pen. To, I
2: mean, that's pen is anything. equal, you know. Has, <laughs> no, definitely, they are not on the same level. People were not. I mean, not. maybe if the pen was in her pocket and okay. got put through Let's, the fire, <laughs> that's no,
1: probably... Yeah. Let's get off the pen. Uh, maybe we're gonna it, get off the pen, okay? Maybe
3: in Micah's world, Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Betsy, okay, <laughs> Betsy, how you doing, girl? I'm gonna talk to you. It's just me and you right now, right? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a funny, a funny, a funny story. When you said Djibouti, right? I used to work. Mm-hmm. at My fir- I work in logistics, and my first job in logistics was for a Steam. I mean, a Zim, which is a steamship line, but we used to ship to Djibouti all the time. So we all it was a call center. We in a call center. We all used to call each other and be like, "How much does it? How much uh, is it? How much does it cost to go to Djibouti?". <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, but it's so funny. Even, like, our boss used to do it. I want to go to your booty, your booty. <laughs> that,
3: this is the first time we've ever heard this story. Isn't it, Crystal? <laughs> it is the first time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't
1: I you, got it out of yeah, me you she <laughs> said your booty. I was like, dag, I haven't heard of that in years. I can't believe you, like. you held <laughs>
3: well, that one so close to your chest. I like that story, Micah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so now we're going to get serious. How do you manage your mental health now?
4: Uh, Mainly through fitness and various, like whether it's running, gym, yoga, and then, of course, writing.
1: Okay, now give another answer other than fitness.
3: (laughs) Well, fitness works for her, Micah.
1: Yeah, it was a joke. Yes. <laughs> like a this group, of, we don't do fitness.
3: Yeah, a lot of our uh, <laughs> guests who come do on fitness. do fitness. Uh, as their
2: our fitness is
1: eaten. Right,
3: <laughs> I love to eat. Yes, I love to eat.
4: A lot. Of you know what? People- it it
1: makes me sick to hear a person who like goes to the gym and stuff talking about they love to eat. What you love to eat? A salad. <laughs> what. Well,
4: I can eat salad. i I can eat whatever I want if I'm working out. Especially if I run. Right. True. True. A
3: lot of people say they live to eat or they eat to live. I live to eat. Hmm. I get
2: it. <laughs> Did I say that backwards? Yes.
3: Right? I tried to say it in my head. It didn't work out. Live so eat to how, live. How long? Eat to live. You said it right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you said it you
1: right. Said it. Okay. you you ready, Rebecca? Can we move on now?
3: Yeah, yeah, we're good.
2: (laughs) 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 How are your children um, when your husband deploys or you guys are away from them? Well, he's not in right now.
4: Okay. He's actually non-deployable right now. Uh, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Non-employable now. Uh, But we have three kids now. And we were running a Longhorn Ranch and now we've got a snake business. And so, and then I also work as a medical lab tech at a hospital. So I
1: have a very,
4: very full, busy schedule.
3: Busy schedule.
1: And weird. Okay, snakes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We have snakes. You know, what? I feel like the type of people that (laughs) go to the military (laughs) like snakes, you know? What? It's
2: a coincidence. My son went to (laughs) this place and he it was. What? Where did he go? But there was a tarantula. And he, oh, like, no. the tarantula no. was so huge.
1: Oh, you draw a line of spiders, huh? And he was
2: sleep. He had to sleep in a spiders. tent. And this thing was so huge. And he, do you remember me showing you the video? I don't. And he put his boot against it. And it was huge. You would probably just flew back home. <laughs>
1: <What> <laughs> kind well, spiders of, is one bug I don't mind. What kinds of snakes but, do
3: you have on your ranch?
4: They're just ball py just ball pythons, not venomous.
1: Ah. Okay, I guess that make it a little better. I think I still be scared. Yeah, I'd be like that.
2: Movie. Yeah.
1: Anyway, let's get let's get <laughs> back on your books. Right, she was like, "Can we get back to the reason why we heal?" <laughs> now, um, so it's four of them. How long did it take you to write them?
4: The first book was published in twenty seventeen. So for four. Cool. Six years. But I went back to school. I edited other things as well. And plus, I didn't think it would be a series, to be honest. It started out with just the first book and I thought that would be it. And then it ended up hearing some feedback. You know, there's actually a lot of issues we have in the veteran community, whether it's um, homelessness, drug abuse, you name it. And so I kind of incorporated just different characters as the story goes on. So the story still networks and kind of piles up as you go. It's better if you actually read it oh. for me to make it make sense. <laughs>
1: Right, right. You know, that was going to be my question. Was it like a one long story or was it like completely exactly. like a series, but still different?
4: It jumps around a
2: lot. So. And you can because go on it, Amazon and. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. Or you can go fight with Betsy Ross. That. Yes. Or fight with dot com. Um, but I am self-published. Oh. So I self publish through Amazon. So. uh. The four individual books are available in paperback, Kindle, and audio, uh, all on Amazon. But then I have the combined version, which is called Fight Collection. It's only available in hardcover right now.
1: Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, are these are your books family friendly? Is it something that like people can sit with with their kids and read because you want them there's to know the curses, truth, you know? There's a, lot, <laughs> or... there's, a
4: lot of, there's a lot of language because it was you know written from a uh, veterans' perspective, and in the military, cursing to your boss—they don't is swear. What normal? So they definitely swear.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> Everyone swears. <laughs> um, yeah. My son didn't swear until he came back from boot camp. Yep, <laughs> he yeah. didn't. It's a thing. He came back thing. from boot camp, and then that was it. Yeah, that yeah. was it. I'm not surprised. Yeah. You
1: know. So, so when was the last? When were you? When was the last time you were in the military? I got out in 2012. 2012. Okay. So cool. And then um, where, I guess, hmm, weird question, but how did that journey go? Like, what did it look like in the beginning? As
4: far as what, the series or like when I first got out?
1: Oh, sorry. You mentally, how you were mentally. My bad. Um, I forget that people don't know what I'm thinking, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um. It was a very dark time for me. I basically couch surfed for a while. I couldn't keep a job. I was uh, living out of my truck. Um, I jumped into school because I thought that was a good idea. And military always pushes that on you. Society pushes that on you. So I did that. But realistically, I probably shouldn't have done that. Because of how much stress it puts on you. Plus with everything else I had going on at the time, because I was going through a divorce at the time. And I didn't have a place to live. I didn't know what my next meal would be. I was basically eating peanut butter wow. out of a jar. I was couldn't keep a job. I was struggling big time and life yeah. did not make sense.
1: It seems like it was the end of a lot of things, you know, end of your marriage, end of the military. So you were dealing with a lot of ending.
4: I was. At the same time. I was. And of course, at the time, I also jumped into trying to fight the VA and that was a pain and got me nowhere. And uh, there was one night I did call the VA to set up a appointment to speak with the counselor. And they said they couldn't help me unless I was going to wow. kill myself right then and there. I know that's a lie now because <laughs> at the time they said that I wasn't medically discharged, which is a lie. You don't have to be medically discharged to go to the VA. But at the time, that's just what I was told. So I kind of gave up working with the VA uh, veterans didn't want to talk to me cause you know, I'm just a female. I wasn't infantry. I wasn't cool. I didn't deploy. So they were just like, Oh, well, you were just gung ho. Don't want to talk to you. And then my family didn't know what I was saying. Cause I was still stuck in that mindset, that jargon, waking up 3am going for a run. Right. But it was like, I had no friends, even though I came back home cause I thought that would be familiar with for me. And it, It wasn't. It was like my whole town was so different. Everything had changed. People moved away. So it's like my family didn't know me. I didn't know them. I couldn't talk to anybody. It was the most darkest time of my life. And I stayed in that mindset, that darkness for at least three years.
1: If you could have did something different to prevent that darkness, if there was something that exists, what would that have been?
4: Probably not drink so much, because that way I probably would have maybe had found, I guess, sort of like a light at the end of the tunnel a little sooner, or at least had a little more hope. Because obviously alcohol is a depressant, but at you know I was going through so much and no one to talk to, no one who could understand me. I wanted to be back in the military, but I couldn't go back in the military, and my chain of command basically said. You know, you're not, you're not our problem anymore. And they don't answer me. So it was, I was.
1: Did you do any self, self-blaming? Kind of like, like, um, like failure type of, you know, like oh, absolutely. I didn't do this. And,
4: absolutely. Because yeah. I joined the military to do something and I ended up being chaptered out for being injured. Chaptered out which is meant to be a negative thing, but I was chaptered out because I was not deployable because they had to go to Afghanistan now. So they chaptered me out, which is quicker than right. medically discharged. And so basically got screwed that Jeez. way. But at the time, basically I felt like my chain of command was just throwing me out. I mean, I got honorably discharged, but it was still like, okay, so I failed the army. I failed my chain of command, right. I failed myself. I failed my marriage. I failed right. my family because they, they were in the military eight, 12 years, you know, a long time. I barely served right. a couple of years before I was injured and there was a lot of failures against me and I had no hope and I had no backup. I had no support system. And so it wasn't until I met my now husband and we just started a family and it was then I, I guess I had some traction cause I had also started my career. And then I was like, I need to talk about this. Cause there's some veterans who do end up just homeless. They don't have that chance where they can meet a significant other to help them keep motivated to keep going. Cause I attempted suicide countless of times and, wow. um, it was, there was just a lot against me. And then of course me going to school was probably, it was a, a savior at the time. Cause it kind of stayed somewhat kept me forced to go into right. school where I had to be around people. But even that, but you was wasn't sleeping. <laughs> I was barely sleeping, but, yeah, but that alone was hard because this was my second time going back to college. The first time I was right, right out of high school. So at this time, okay. this was a few years later And going back to school with high schoolers again, basically, my (laughs) mindset after being out of the army and these people are talking about what their problems were, (laughs) like, I was not in the mindset to be around students. I was not in a happy place.
1: So, so shout out real quick to your dope husband. He sound amazing. <laughs> so we just want to say thank you. Yeah, <laughs> because yes. you had to be an angel because I feel like there's about to be 80 more books in your future. You have been through some stuff. <laughs>
4: it, I I have a lot to say. But even through fight, I, I did get to channel a lot of the negative things I felt or faced. And yeah. I got to live vicariously sort of through all the different characters. Cause like I said, I may not, it may not be exactly my story, but I put bits and pieces of it all over in the characters and their backgrounds and the flashbacks and everything that you can see in the story. And yeah, um, yeah it was just a very dark time. I wish I'd done more. I still have some regret. I don't really have hard feelings for the army cause I still promote it. I still love it. I'm still for veterans. I'm all for it. But for my own personal I
1: got hard feelings, for you. it sucks.
3: Yeah, that's too bad. Really,
1: it's, yeah. Sorry, I can have the hard feelings. America, get it together! <laughs> Don't let me tell you again. Do like my mom used to do, right? Don't make me turn this world around. Get it together. <laughs> oh,
3: I, wish. I wish it
1: was that easy. <laughs> I know. I wish yes. too.
3: <laughs>
1: for sure. So, um, I'm oh, sorry. I lost my question, too. Go ahead, Rebecca, but you maybe... Go ahead. Sorry.
3: <laughs> um, no, I don't have That's a anything good one. more. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I,
3: you know, I don't have anything more on my paper, but... um.
2: I just want to say, she looks like she's in her 20s.
1: <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> We're like, you a baby. When you had time to no. go through this, you can fill in pamphlets.
4: <laughs> it's that fitness. Make me feel young again. Maybe oh, I am going to go to
2: the gym. It's probably because so, you're going to, to get
1: fired. You're going to wear We do not promote fitness here. Okay. <laughs> We're going to bleep those out and just tell people. Oh my God. We're going to bleep it out and tell people that you were cursing every time you say fitness. Can we? <laughs> you had a potty mouth. This is a potty mouth. You know?
2: the Army. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: oh my God. Sorry. Okay. We're probably going to get serious again. And actually, I I'm am, about to go really, really serious. I, okay.
3: I don't know if you said already, but and if I just missed it, because I was probably thinking about something else that happens to me all the time. But how did you get connected with? Um,
1: some friends introduced them. Get it together. No, it's about her husband. husband. <laughs> I'm talking She's, about. Is she frozen, or are you just acting? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you playing possum? <laughs> I
3: froze. You guys froze, so I froze. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, oh my god! No, the hero stock guy. <laughs> No, Jason. Oh, Jason. Jason, thank
1: you. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that out too. We're gonna have to edit that out. I'm sorry, Betsy, Jason. I'll send I'm you a hundred dollars to get this happen. <laughs> yeah,
3: Jason. So how did you get connected with him? I don't know if I re- remember hearing
4: that or not. Uh, it was through kind of a group of people. I actually don't remember now who individually introduced us because of Tom Edinger and um, now they're going to k- kick my butt because I don't remember everyone's names right now because I guess right. I'm panicking. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, no,
1: don't panic. Well, Damn, Rebecca, have, you make people feel
4: now. No, I have anxiety and when it comes to remembering things right off the bat, my brain like shuts off. Like it's it, weird. it
3: happens to me and too. And then I feel bad
4: because I suck at remembering names as it is,
3: mm-hmm.
4: but and then, of course, with the fight series, I'm always contacting or reaching out to people and contacting people and just remembering names, so many names and groups and organizations and such. Uh, it's hard to remember everybody. Um, but I know Tom... Well,
1: in your next book, just make sure that you put in that you listen to these fucking feelings podcast. Mm-hmm.
4: Definitely. and then okay. Micah was you know, yes. I was walking
1: down the street yeah. listening to these fucking feelings <laughs> podcasts when... You know, that's it. And I just need one time. We'd be good with that one time. Okay. Oh.
2: But it okay. needs to be highlighted.
1: Right, right. <laughs> Exclamation, bold, italic. Um, <laughs> back to my very serious question, though. They are veterans, and I hope they are, watching or listening to our podcast right now. Right? And it's scary to imagine the stuff they go through, and even you, what you said, how many times you try to commit suicide yourself. Um, you know, no one can give advice more than a person who went through it. So, if I, I was a vet or someone just coming home and I was in that dark place and I was drinking too much, what would you say to me?
4: Keep fighting the fight. Because even when you're off the field, off deployment, coming back home, we still have a fight within us. The VA may not always help us and have our back. Our chain of command may not always be there. But there are veterans on, on state side that we're fighting a fight, too. And we have to stick together. We have to have each other six. Who knows a vet better than a vet? Find another vet and y'all can share stories. Y'all can actually find something y'all can relate to or relate with. Y'all may not have all deployed to the same place. Y'all may not have served in the same areas, same platoons or whatever. Trust me, veterans can connect. You just got to find the right people who are willing to listen and have your back because they are out there.
3: Very
1: good. Right. Now, 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 in the reverse side, what 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 are you going to say to America? Who needs to step up? Like, what what needs to change? <laughs>
3: Honestly,
4: Put you on blast, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's not. I don't personally think there is just a one thing that needs fixed. It's not. You can't blame everything with the VA. The VA. There's too many veterans. Too many situations, right. circumstances. There's too many for the VA by itself to take care of. That's why I really have um kind of promoted and helped motivate other organizations. We got to help who we can. We can't help every veteran. But, you know, if like a veteran it. likes to hunt, there's organizations to those who like to hunt. There's organizations who like to fish. Maybe like. you're just a reader, a chessboard player, or whatever. There's there are sections, if you will, organizations that focus on that. So you have you can also find your people that way. If you find a common Uh, hobby or interest Um, because feeling alone it's very easy even in a crowded room you can feel alone you can feel alone being around family because society really does push on veterans when you're home you're gonna be around people who love you and who know you but when you come home you don't feel like you you don't have purpose you don't know who you were you forgot who you were that old person of you died inside you know you don't feel like everything's okay People tell you you're okay, right. that everything's going to be okay, but you don't, you don't believe it. And whether you have a habit or not, whether it's drinking or drugs or just hanging around people, you shouldn't. Those negative thoughts just linger and they stay there until someone can help you see the light, see the different purpose, a different side of you that is possible. But the sad thing is right. more often than not, we get drowning into our own thoughts and memories and a lot of us do miss the military even though we say we hate it oh you know bump that you know we don't miss anything about it my my leader sucked and didn't listen to me but you miss it you miss that camaraderie you miss the people who were there you knew you weren't alone even if you had to do something that was just so boring or oh you have to go sweep the you know the motor pool you had other people around you you misery loves company well you had people constantly around you looking after you if you went missing trust me someone was going to look for you here on the civilian side if you go missing you go wandering off the street and you just give up on life you're you're homeless now no one's going to come looking for you or you don't feel like right. anyone will so it's, you don't feel
1: like
4: yeah you don't just to like let you know
1: i look for everybody right because I, I called my boss today. I'm like, my boss, I was like, yo, you okay? Because I ain't heard from you all day. Who wants to hear from their boss? <laughs> <laughs> me. I'm calling him up like, you alive? And you don't know like, what do you mean. I didn't hear nothing from you all day. And it's like, that's a good thing. Why? But sorry, anyway. True story. <laughs> so if you know me, I'm going to look for you. And I care. <laughs> and it frustrated me. It kind of made me angry that you said we couldn't save them all. I don't know why. It, I mean, I know why. I know why because that should not be a fact. And you said a fact: we can't save them all. Like we shouldn't expect to save them all, but we should. We should live in a society where we protect who protects us, all of them, every single one. My bad. That's just my little hot horse for today. Because I'm like, you know, here it is. You a vet, and you're saying this out. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the world we live in, and it's crazy. My bad. I'm sorry. No,
2: it's it's true.
1: Yeah. It's like frustrating. It's like, mm-hmm. um, I was, my next question for you was going to be because you said that you, sometimes you still promote the military, but then you kind of answer that question <laughs> with all the positive okay. things. Um, yeah. So, but I did one, I was going to ask like, well, you know, how would you promote it? Cause I know there has to be anger there. So what is it about the military that you love so much? Or what is it about our country that you love so much? And it's crazy that I'm asking that question, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Well, what I love about – not really, actually. What I love about our country is the (laughs) freedom to speak of everything. And we can promote, you know, uh, veterans or whatever you want to believe and where I can actually write stories about fights. Because when I first wrote it, many veterans even told me not to talk about PTSD in that way or mental health that way. Um, Again, it's better if you actually read it because you can actually – You can kind of see where they were coming from, but at the same time, if we don't talk about it, who will? Because that is one thing I definitely found out in the veteran community, especially when I needed, I felt like I needed to talk to a veteran, was that no one wanted to talk about the dark side of PTSD and um, whether it's just the bad leadership or just how, just those experiences you have in the military, Um, it's... It's something that needs to be said, and that's why fight kind of puts all of that in light, because I thought even family members needed to know what their veteran was facing. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a different right. story, experience, everything. But even family members can get at least get an idea of how a lot of veterans do feel when they come home. And so I realized right. that even if I had all this pushback from fellow veterans that there were people out there who were reading it and understanding it. And then I started getting testimonies later on. And then I realized, yeah, that's what it's for. And so, I mean, there have been people who reached out to me and said, I thought of killing myself today, but I read fight and changed my mind. Mm. So that alone is a big deal. And then I had someone who said, I need to call you right now. And I said, okay. So she called me and she said that she is a veteran. And that fight saved her marriage because she just handed the book off to her husband and said, you need to read this because this is how I feel. And they were on the brink of divorce. They both read fight and they understood kind of what their emotions were trying to tell them and uh, sort of opened more doors for Mm -hmm. them to open up discussion. So fight is definitely thought provoking. It is definitely a good Discussion starter, even if you don't agree with everything what fight says, maybe you can't relate to everything. It will definitely get you thinking about maybe your friends or maybe you saw someone say or do something similar to the characters. It could probably get you, you know, checking in on them more like, oh, maybe that's what they meant. And so um, fight definitely has a mission has a purpose. And I sort of made it my purpose.
1: And that's dope. And you took my next question. So I'm going to edit this out and put the question before your answer because I wanted to know is this just a book for veterans or is this something that you recommend, like anybody, like me, a civilian, can read? And you answer that. So, Rebecca, I know how it feels to be you.
3: <laughs> it's about time. Thank yeah. you, Betty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Betsy did it because I was like, ooh, if she answer one more question <laughs> before I get asked. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) like that. Hello, I don't know. You said you're new to this, so I'm going to explain. Interviewer, interviewee. Okay. Questions are.
4: I ass. guess I can read
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have ESP.
4: I don't know. It's a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I had that question ready too. I'm like, I bet Rebecca don't got this question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But
1: no, really, really dark, uh, dark advice. Really amazing advice. You, you said suicide attempts. Were they like unsuccessful, or did someone? Find you or save you, and you don't have to answer that. That's really, really personal. Um, were they but I was unsuccessful? I've met Betsy. Did you understand I my heard- question, though?
3: that's what I just heard. Right,
1: <laughs> Betsy, <laughs> Bet- <laughs> Bet- you understood it, though, right? <laughs>
3: Betsy, <laughs> Bet- that's, that's what you were ask. trying to say? <laughs> Bet- that's
1: what asked, right? I mean, okay, just like I believe I mean, a person that. could wake up dead. Okay, a person <laughs> could wake up dead. Okay, <laughs> okay, I know a man that woke up dead. Okay. You have
3: anything you want to edit out on this interview tonight, it's that. <laughs> oh my God. Rebecca,
1: you are my co host. You're oh my co host, you, <laughs> you are my co host. Remember, mine. That's great. Okay. That's
2: great. You
3: always. Told I'm me glad now. I can I'll edit
1: these myself videos myself. <laughs>
2: You made somebody cry. Uh, see, I yeah, you. you made me cry. You officially made me cry.
1: There you um,
2: go.
4: Well, to answer the attempted question, uh, <laughs> I, they, were uns- <laughs> they were unsuccessful. Well,
3: so that answer. I is- had
4: just woke up.
1: <laughs> you didn't wake up dead. You didn't wake up dead. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, my no. God, you did not wake up dead.
3: <laughs> no. no. He's here to hey, look, I guess, I,
1: how would you word the question see now I don't even know how you word the question because like I, I, we had a friend who tried to commit suicide but someone caught them in the middle of doing it and stopped them and I guess that's what I was trying to ask was like I knew was what it, you were trying to you ask in, you intervened for yourself or did someone else intervene for you because we, we know you didn't wake that's up dead that's a
3: good way to ask <laughs> a question <laughs>
1: Okay, Betsy, you taught me something today, okay? It's think it through. Think through. But you kept answering them before I asked them, so I was nervous. I get it. I
2: get
0: you.
1: <laughs> I'm like, dang, I'm about to, they're gonna fire me from the host and they're gonna bring you on. You're about to be the host. <laughs> Girl, let me keep my job, okay? I'm gonna call Jason and be like, "No more, no more, Jason."
4: Oh my goodness!
3: Okay, that was good. That's good.
1: We should laugh. That's so sorry, she's like, she's about to call Jason right away. Like that, they are crazy. You're totally
3: okay. If you don't want to answer that, that crazy, answer crazy that question, question, if you don't want to.
1: Is it a crazy it's question okay. though? I don't know why. Is it okay question to ask?
3: For me, it is. It's it's okay. I'm okay, okay
4: with that. I fate had it. I just woke up, so
1: okay.
2: it was a
4: lot
1: involved.
2: Well, we're happy you woke up.
1: Oh, no, definitely, definitely. I'm happy you woke up. Okay, just make that clear. So happy <laughs> so you woke up. It, yeah. I actually. as' so always I, I, I tell people that uh but not tell people, we have like a podcast phone number and it's like on our website. And I started receiving texts one day from a guy who claims to be on a bridge about to jump off. Now I'm silly, so I'm thinking it's someone playing with me. It was a real life situation. I didn't know what to do, <laughs> you know. So um, I guess my question was surrounding just that kind of thing. Like how not does yet. it happen or how does it not happen? I don't know. I'm going to edit all this out, okay? So. <laughs> it's okay.
3: You I can't understood. edit the whole thing, Micah.
1: So we just need bite to invite you. We're going to invite you back. <laughs> no, it's
3: we're
1: going to invite like, you back. and We're going to record okay, this whole thing run. all over again, okay? because
3: Just a, a run-through rehearsal.
1: <laughs> basically. You see, Jason, Jason had told me that you were Jesus. new, and he asked me to get you ready because your message is really important. So he wanted to make sure that oh. the message you had was clear. So he asked me to bring you on to coach you a little bit. So, you know.
2: He <laughs> oh. really yeah. didn't do that.
1: No, She knows I'm being facetious.
3: <laughs> yes,
2: it's all good.
1: <laughs> okay. No, really. I mean, you've been really, really amazing. Um, I'm going to order fight right but I want an autographed copy, so we're gonna to have to figure out how we're gonna do that. I mean, I want autographed copies of them all. Oh. Oh.
4: Too easy. I can
3: send them.
1: Cool. And I'm gonna read them. Are they available? Look, are they available in audiobook? She said they were already.
3: Yes. Lord, yes. you ain't listening. Is the audiobook? Lord, I ain't listening. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Because I listen to, that's like my hour. I listen to an hour every night if I go to sleep. Because I'm one of those people that just fell into technology. Like, I couldn't be no soldier. Because you ain't finna tell me we got to eat out this little purse. No.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> my son loves him. I don't I mind. Couldn't.
1: You, I couldn't. I got to wear these boots? Oh, <laughs> huh.
2: Lord. I mean, his feet stink after being in them all day.
1: You know what? Look, listen. Knows, like, she knows. She knows. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. listen <laughs> how they pay tribute to our veterans. <laughs> no veterans. We are here for you. <laughs> I am a lot like Betsy. You can call me, huh? I'm gonna talk to you, but just know when you call me, be ready to talk, (laughs) okay? We in for like a good hour. You
3: betcha.
1: (laughs) I ain't gonna set up. They're gonna be like, you know what? You're gonna be like, I hang up right now. You're gonna
3: think about committing suicide again.
1: Suicide ever again? (laughs) (laughs) They be like, I'm over there telling them how my day at work was. You know, I had a truck (laughs) (laughs) problem. <laughs> but, um, and hang I was thinking you when you and were ta- you're
3: gonna call them back,
1: <laughs> right? Look, that's what I was saying. I was thinking about it when you were talking about like how you curse out your chain of command or you're yelling at your chain of command, and I was like, Well, Dak, I must be in the military. <laughs> 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 oh my god, <laughs> because they were talking to me real crazy at work, and I'd be their boss. Oh
2: my god, oh my god, not why you look at me, not me.
1: It'd be you. Okay. <laughs> this is our problem solved. So now, Bessie, before we go, is there anything that you wanted to say to our viewers and our audience that you didn't get a chance to say?
0: Uh, I
4: guess if you do get the chance to read the fight series to definitely leave a review and share it because self-published I'm, it's just me marketing. And then of course, anytime I get a chance to be on a podcast or, um, speak with another veteran. It's the only time I really get to talk about it and I'm very passionate about it, but the main, of course, main mission, main statement behind the series itself is keep fighting the fight. We all have a fight within us. Yes. We all have a different story. Yes. We, you know, may have some differences, but when it comes to the big game, if you will, we're all fighting. We're fighting for ourselves, but if we have each other's back, we can help fight that fight. That mental health fight, the the demons, the drinking, the drugs, the whatever you're fighting. If you have someone, the right group, the right people, they're not going to judge you for it. And you're not alone in anything. Society will make you feel alone. Politics will separate you. That's why fight doesn't talk about politics anywhere on any social media. It's out there to separate people. I'm wanting veterans to unite and anyone who is willing to help veterans to unite. So keep fighting the fight, whatever it is you're fighting, because we can help fight it together.
1: That's great. It's about community. I think that was a big message also when Jason Steiner was here. Community. Community, I think. It's part of the reason why he he created Hero Stock, right? It's about the community. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. So 122 has stuck out in my head all day today. So if you're out there... And you a veteran? Honestly, if you're anybody, and you want a copy of the fight series, I'll, we'll pay for it up to 122 copies of the whole series. So get at us, visit our website, and get your copy of the fight series.
3: Dang! <clears throat> look at you.
1: And, and yeah, go ahead and promote that too. Yeah, you know, get, get out your card. Yeah, hit them up. We'll buy the book for them. <laughs> wow. Now we thank you so much for being on. It was awesome. Please don't tell Jason we crazy. Okay, he's going to be so disappointed in us.
3: He already knows. We have gotten a little crazier since we talked to him.
1: But I know. That's how I feel like. I feel like we was real together when he was on, and then, like, Betsy's here and we're falling apart. 2.
2: 5. Well, that
3: was when we were really new, and I didn't really talk much. Now.
1: You know, but you, crazy. This is our coming out episode, right? And we just came out. <laughs> hey.
3: <laughs> it's been but fun. But you guys,
1: we definitely, thank you so much. We'll definitely list all of Betsy's contact information below, especially so you don't go out there and Google the wrong Betsy, Betsy Ross, Ross and now yes. you start reading about the American flag Ooh, and stuff.
3: Lord, I learned that Betsy was born with her teeth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that?
3: She was born, born with a full set of teeth. Did you know that? Pretty sure. She was. You did know that. She was born with a full I'm set like, of teeth. I'm like,
1: how people know this stuff? She had
3: teeth?
1: When she, she was born. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she came out of the womb with teeth in her I mouth. Wonder
1: if, I wonder if she bit her mama on the way out. <laughs> 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 Only oh Micah would say something like
3: that. Lord Thank, you so,
1: Thank you so much for being on. Betsy.
3: It's great.
1: Thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next week. Yes, thank you for serving our country. Thank Thank you for still serving our country. America, don't make me do it. Get your shit together. Let's start supporting these veterans and each other.
3: supporting the veterans, because they're still doing what they can. They
1: They need to do better. They just have a lot to do.
3: Thank you.
1: One, One homeless veteran is one homeless veteran too many.
2: Exactly. Agreed.
1: And we're going with that
0: and with that we're wrapping up another episode of the fucking feelings podcast thank you all for tuning in and engaging in another intense and real discussion on understanding and navigating through our feelings don't forget we're here each wednesday bringing you brand new episodes filled with stories advice and perspectives to help you handle those fucking feelings so set a reminder on your calendar Grab your headphones and join us every week. And if you're interested in exploring more ways to deal with life's stresses, make certain to tune in to our sister podcast. Trauma is expensive. Dive deep into discussions on managing trauma building resilience and fostering healing with new episodes dropping every monday make sure to subscribe rate and comment on both podcasts on your favorite podcast platform remember each comment and rating can catapult us further towards reaching those individuals who could really use our discussions your feedback is invaluable before we close we want to remind you that discussing feelings is never a sign of weakness but a display of courage. Stay brave, stay strong, and keep feeling those fucking feelings. Until next week, take care and keep the conversation going.